Welcome to the Unguardable Podcast. Uh, we are still doing our team previews, and the next team up on deck is the New York Knicks. And uh, I have a special guest with me, Obi. Uh, he lives in the heart of New York, diehard Knicks fan from birth. How you feeling, Obi? I'm feeling good, brother. Thank you for asking. How about yourself? I'm doing great. I and I am uh, super stoked for you to be on here, and uh, I'm honored that you uh, you chose to come on, brother. Nah, thank you for having me, man. My pleasure. So we're going to talk about these Knicks, man. And uh, I know you, you've been excited. You've been excited about them. This is, this is the best Knicks ball, to be honest. I, I, I would put this, this current iteration, I think it's better than, I mean, I don't know how you feel, but I think it's better than, than those mellow Knicks because you have, I think you're building a future here. What, what do you think? Yeah, you know what, man? I, I really did love that 2012 team you're referring to with a uh, mellow Kenyon Martin, Jason Kidd, Raymond Felton, Shumper, JR. I really love that team. But I think what you're saying is spot on, mostly because these guys are young, you know, and these guys, you know, this is a foundational team. You know, these guys start, we're starting from ground up with this, with this core. So I definitely agree with what you're saying, bro. Yeah, different from the Knicks of the last 20 years or so. <laughs> um they have <laughs> they haven't been swinging for the fences for old players um past their prime they haven't been uh just just trying to strike gold when they had nothing nothing to, to offer anyone to come over there and uh they started from the bottom and they they've seemed to be building so this off season um as far as new additions go y'all picked up evan fournier mm -hmm. and uh you got uh kemba walker and I think another big, even though he's not a new addition, but I thought it was a big signing, was getting D Rose back. Mm, mm -hmm. I agree, man. What do you think of the new additions? Uh, as, as far as Kemba's concerned, um, I'm excited. I think he has a big chip on his shoulder. Um, I think uh, you know things didn't go as well as he would have liked in Boston, and they kind of just gave him away to OKC, you know. And then OKC was just like, oh, we're good, and released him right away. So I think, you know, that was a kind of an ego hit for him. Uh, and I, I think he's going to come back with a chip on his shoulder. And we're going to see that that Charlotte Kemba. That's in my opinion, you know. And with the with the mentorship of Derrick Rose behind him, I you know, MVP, a former MVP in this league, I think he's going to be really good. I think he's going to fit in very well, you know, with, with what we're trying to accomplish here. So I'm excited about Derrick Rose. Um, uh, I'm sorry about I'm I'm very excited about Kemba. Sorry, and then you know like the the bringing back Derrick Rose, I think that's crucial. Uh, you know there was sometimes in the playoffs last year when he was our only <laughs> one of our only consistent players. Uh, he's he's definitely learned how to adjust his game. He may not be as athletic, but he's he's efficient. You know, like so I'm super excited about bringing him back. And um, Fournier, I feel is a very solid veteran. Um, you saw what he did in the Olympics. Um, I think he's always been, you know, a very, a very good player, you know? So I'm happy about all three acquisitions, even though Derrick Rose is returning. I really am. Yeah, Evan Evan Fournier, I feel like is is super underrated. He, uh, because he's been hidden away mostly uh, in Orlando. Nobody was paying attention to the magic, um, but he was a consistent like 17, 18, 19 point score um he can pretty much score from all levels he's deadly from deep i think he averaged uh look at my notes he's he's a 38 percent career 
uh, three-point shooter. And he can do it off the bounce and off the catch. And he's, you know, he can create his own shot. Um, if you, you know, if you try and run him off the line, he can get to the basket. He's, he is, him and Kemba Walker are exactly what you guys were missing last year. You know, another thing about Fournier is he's pretty fierce. I don't know if you ever noticed that about him. He's he's not scared, bro. You know, remember he went at it with KD and he he he's not a respecter of the opponent. Like I feel like he's out there to ball, you know? Yeah, he's a <laughs> he's perfect for that tough nose fibs type of team. He's not he's not going back down to anybody. And that brings, you know, that's that's just just even more culture, good culture that you need in that Knicks organization. I think Fournier was a huge pickup. And then Kemba, as far as Kemba's concerned, I mean, Derrick Rose, basically, he's he's a major upgrade to Derrick Rose. And now you have Derrick Rose backing him up. So when Kemba comes out, you're not losing anything from the point guard position. Derrick Rose can do almost the exact same things to an extent. He can get his buckets and he can also create for others. So it takes off. Um, it takes pressure off of Julius Randle to be, you know, that guy in those situations in the playoffs. Absolutely, bro. Absolutely. You saw it a couple of times where um, when D-Rose went to the bench, it was just like, well, what do we do now? You know, especially in the playoffs, particularly, you know, uh, Randle was struggling. Um, RJ had a, you know, wasn't really as consistent as he was in the year. Um, uh, you know, when, when D-Rose was, <laughs> we were. He was carrying us, bro. <laughs> he was carrying. Yeah, bro. That was that almost was... vintage D Rose. Like <laughs> that's what it felt like watching him. You know, like just it was so. I mean, it's always good to see D Rose playing ball, playing high level ball. Correct, but it also you know made you a little concerned. Like, dang, like you know, this is also a person who dealt has dealt with injuries in the past. We were like, oh, we putting too much on him, but at the same time, it's like. We, we we're desperate you know we need it so you know like to have him now as a backup you know because you know i don't know if you're aware but they've already kemba kemba has already is our starter derrick rose already you know yeah. basically gave that to him without without any type of hesitation so kemba's starting and now you got devos backing him up and also mentoring him like you know this is this is what we need you know yeah not to mention you still have quickly back there correct, you know? correct. and and with the the long season, um, you don't know how uh, Kemba's knees are going to hold up, which is probably his biggest question mark is his health. And then the same with D Rose, you've got a young stud and quickly that is being mentored by these two, and he can come in and take those minutes to, you know, lighten the load off of the regular season for those older players. Correct, correct, man. You know, um, we also have another young guard. I hope guys are looking out. His name is uh, last name McBride. Him and Grimes. I don't know if you've mm -hmm. seen them in the summer league. Those, those guys are those guys are the real deal too, you know. So I'm hoping they get some minutes uh, in, in this year also, and we can watch them develop the same way we watch quickly come up, you know. Yeah, we're gonna. Well, we'll see. I was looking at them, and uh, we all know how Thibs is with with rookies, though. Like they they're not <laughs> yeah. really gonna get no shine unless they're like really going hard on the defensive end. Like they gotta really earn their spots. Speaking of the defensive end. Um, some people might say you, you guys lost Reggie Bullock and you lost Alfred Payton, which were two really good defenders. And uh, Kemba and Fournier aren't exactly the best defenders. You didn't really replace good defenders with good defenders. But I think Thibs can get 
you know, he could squeeze the orange. He could he could get a lot out of these two on the defensive end. He's a defensive savant. I think as far as team scheme goes and all that, um, I don't think you're losing that much. Uh, you know what, man? Bullock is a big three and D guy. Um, I'm I'm, I'm definitely going to miss Bullock. You know, um, a good perimeter defender specifically and with, can hit an open three. So I, I do think that's a big loss. I'm not going to act like it's not. But this is where I'm looking for a guy like Obi Toppin now to step up. You know, he's a very mm -hmm. long player. You know, he's, he has a, a good wingspan. He's athletic. You, you've seen him in a dunk contest and all that. You know, this guy is super athletic. So I think if that translates on the defensive end now, um, I think he can be, and he shoots the three deep the, at a very decent rate. I think Obi Toppin can definitely um, pick up, you know, and, and definitely fill that void that we're losing with Reggie Bullock. I think, you know, don't don't forget we're getting Noel's is back. You know, he was a force last year on the defensive end. Um, a lot of people forget that during that playoff run, we lost Mitchell Robinson. And that's why yep. Capella was down there eating. We didn't have Mitch. So I think, you know, OB, Noel's, Mitch, I think, you know, we, we should be able to make up for losing those guys. But I do definitely believe that uh, Reggie Bullock was a big loss, you know? Yeah, so the reason why I don't believe Reggie Bullock was a huge loss because um was for one is for one because you got someone like Fournier who can he can do a little bit more creating, which also takes away from, you know, the load that Julius had to handle. Essentially you added Fournier Kemba, you already had D Rose. That's that's three extra you know scores that can create to take the load off of Julius. But looking at the statistics for your team, um, the Knicks were 29th last year in transition buckets. They were 29th in assists. And what I think is a pretty was a pre pretty glaring weakness in the playoffs for you guys um, was your ability to like get three pointers up. Um, you were actually 27th in attempts in the league on threes, yet you were third in three point percentage. So you could the ones that you got up went in <laughs> you just couldn't get too many up and i think part of that was the fact that you didn't have people who could um were versatile enough to create and and get those opportunities so someone like fournier you know is a little more uh the, although you lose the d part that, you know that you get from reggie bullock at least fournier like i said if he gets run off the line he can go get you a bucket if he's coming off a screen and somebody's too low he does not hesitate to let that thing fly and he will cash he can cash in transition on his own kemba's going to be flying down the floor you know and with these young guns like barrett um that you got on your team i think those stats from last season um they should go up you guys should be better in all all categories um i would assume yeah, I, I agree. You know, um, I do think sometimes we got a little hesitant. What's the word? Um, we got a little stagnant in that half court offense. Uh, you know, Tibbs comes from that old school Knicks grind it out type of basketball. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So I yeah. think a, a lot of times, a lot of times, I feel like we got stagnant in that, and then um, uh, fast break wise, we weren't capitalizing on on you know those opportunities, and then like you said, uh, there wasn't a lot of creators. I think with minus D rolls, you know, you still had a young RJ. Bullock is just three and D. Um, Noel's is defense. Randall was kind of, you know, they had they had the clamps on Randall. He was kind of limited in the playoffs. So what you said, I think, is spot on. In, in combination with us having such a half court offense, 
um i definitely feel like us you know not having that creator was crucial and you know that that's kemba right there you know kemba gotta put them put somebody on some skates dish it out fournier can you know create off the dribble um i'm, I'm expecting the better not i'm expecting the better more developed rj because he definitely uh improved his three-point shooting last year everybody was very pleased with rj's you know his bounce back um so i'm you know i definitely feel like those that three point those three pointers will 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 the percent not the, the percentage was good so the attempts will, will go up more and we will be efficient you know what i mean yeah because at the end of the day um you know julius randall yeah he can shoot a three a, a little better than he could in the beginning you know in the beginning of his career he shot a pretty good percentage, but that's not his game. He's he's very mid-range. And I think once the floor opens up with those shooters and people who can create for him, um, he's going to be able to eat a lot better in the playoffs than he could last year. So with that being said, where do you see this this uh, Knicks team falling in the East? Um, how many games do you think they'll win and and what spot in the East playoffs does that translate to for you? Oof, now that's tough. You know, this. <laughs> oh, I'm going to be honest. You know, we're going, we're assuming we're going back to the 82 game season, right? Which is what we're doing, correct? Yes. All right. So, you know, we went 41 last year. I'm, I'm expecting 48 this year. You know, close, maybe close to 50. I'm expecting more than 41 wins. I think we got better. So I, I'm, I'm thinking closer to the 50 range. Um, I, I'm, I'll, Go with 48 the the at the minimum and 51 at the most. I, that's what I truly believe this team is capable of. Um, assuming that we're you know going back to the 82 game format, uh, I'm I'm looking at these teams in the West and I'm not gonna be delusional. You know I'm looking at Philly, even with ben, you know what's going on with Ben Simmons. That's a solid squad. Brooklyn, come on, do I even have to say anything about them? <laughs> Milwaukee's our reigning champs. Atlanta kicked our ass in the playoffs. As much as we hate Trey Young, you know, that, that team is nice, bro. And very well coached. Um, I know your Miami Heat, uh, they just added Kyle Lowry. Um, so, you know, I, I just say all that to say I'm not a delusional fan. I'm going to be honest and say I see us in that that fifth, sixth range, you know? Yeah, okay. That That's where I see us, you know, behind um, Brooklyn, Milwaukee, uh, Miami, and and possibly Philly. I think we're right there. Yeah, so we're, we're pretty much on the same page. Um, the East is going to be a dogfight, like you said. Um, the Nets, I mean, the Nets are for sure, and we're assuming everyone is healthy, of course. Um, the net, the Nets are going to be number one. Uh, the Bucks are going to be right there. I honestly don't think that Simmons being out is going to hurt the Sixers that much if Embiid stays healthy um they're still pretty lethal having Joel Embiid surrounded by all those shooters they've put around him and Tobias Harris is you know he's no slouch uh so that's gonna be you know they're still gonna be in it uh maybe third or you know third or fourth depending on how things you know pan out with them uh then like you said you got Miami uh we got Atlanta so I have I have the Knicks sitting at the same as you around the five or six range, um, but I had their wins a little lower, and I might be I might be lowballing that. Um, I had them around forty five wins, getting in the five or six spot. Okay. Uh, and you know, li listening to you a little bit, you know, maybe I could bump that up to like forty seven. 
somewhere around there. But yeah, I think it's gonna be it's gonna be tough. Um, part of the uh, so, uh, <laughs> one thing I was kind of waffling on a bit also is the fact that I know Thibs teams always play hard throughout the entire season, so they may overachieve in those wins when other teams aren't playing as hard throughout that 82 game regular season. You know. Correct. Correct. Definitely. Um. Yo, bro, we actually forgot Chicago too, bro. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, Chicago and and the Celtics. Um, Correct. You know, I I know people made fun of you know Dennis Schroeder for losing that 81 mil, but uh, getting him on that you know that mid level exception, I think he's gonna be okay with them, and we'll see what the new coach does to change things up. They still got Tatum, a healthy Brown. The Celtics will look different. The Bulls, I still think, are probably sitting at around seven, six or seven, probably closer to seven, in my opinion. Yeah, I, I think the Rosen, you know, in, in combination with Levine, now you got a solid point guard in Lonzo. Oof, man, I, I got to go even a little higher than that. I think they're right there with us, five, five, six. You know, I, I actually think I may like them a little more than Boston. Sorry if that sounds blasphemous, but the Rosen. The Rosen, you know, being with Zach Levine, Lonzo, they had a Vucevic too, right? Yeah, they had. Yeah, they picked him up in the yeah. middle of last season. Yeah, that, that team, bro, that team looks like it's gonna be a solid team. They're definitely gonna be fun to watch. <laughs> no matter what happens, that team is gonna be fun. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's that's just a tough. The East is gonna be really fun this year. I don't know if we've had a season in recent memory where basically four through four through eight can honestly be interchangeable depending on how things go yeah yeah definitely you look how tight it was last year man obviously they had they had the plan last year correct did they yeah yeah they had the plan it was tight man it was tight and i'm looking at you know those standings it was four five six new york atlanta miami that, you know, that was interchangeable. That was going back and forth all year, practically. So I think, yeah, I think that those last couple spots are going to gonna be flip-flopping a lot, you know? Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be fun. So speaking of, you know, seeding and where people will land, well, where do you think the next ceiling is? And what do you think their floor is for this season? Um, The floor is, once again, in my opinion, the floor... It's running into a, a tough team just like us because, you know, we would have practically had the same record as Atlanta, 4-5 seed, you know. Well, we had the same exact record, if I'm not mistaken, as Atlanta. Um, and, you know, that that was a rough team. You know, yeah, we were seeded higher than them, but they, they were tough. Trey Young hitting them threes, Bogdanovich, Capella. Like I said, we didn't have um, Mitchell Robinson down there to battle with him. So, you know. I think the floor is, a, a, again, another first-round exit to a team that's just as good as we are. Obviously better, because they, they would beat us. Um, that's the floor for me. And I think the ceiling is um, a, 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 a hard-fought second, going to the second round in a hard-fought second-round series against either, you know, uh, Miami or or Philly or something like that. You know, and I, and I do feel like we can possibly... Uh, get out of that i do you know if we can get if we can see properly go against a, a, a weak team in the first round with a, with a high seed and then match up a, a nice hard fought series with, with a fully healthy squad d rose kemba 
Julius, Fournier, I, I do feel like we can possibly get out of those semifinals, you know? Yeah, we're uh, we're on the same page again with the their ceiling and floor. I had them, their floor being a first round series, just the same. Um, if they if they end up you know running into somebody, like you said, that's just a, a bad matchup in the first round, or or maybe they end up in that sixth seed, and they end up having to play a Milwaukee in the first round, you know, or uh, you know that's that, that's gonna be tough to get out of. Um, and then their ceiling is definitely a second round series, but I mean, I don't think you could get, <laughs> you can get out of that. I think it definitely depends on how those seedings fell because I don't think you're beating the nets if they're your second round opponent. Um, and I don't think you you're beating Milwaukee if they're your second round opponent either, if they sit one and two. Um, maybe you could take out, you know, a Sixers team in the playoffs that has to rely heavily on Embiid if that's your second round, you know, matchup. But yeah, I don't know. I don't think, uh, I don't think you can get out of that second round, but I think that's your ceiling. And I think that's pretty good. Yeah, that, that's fair. Uh, that's an improvement on last year. That's definitely fair. That may be the fan in me talking, you know, <laughs> but yeah, that's fair um, to say that the second round is not our ceiling. But who knows, you know, um, we saw Miami in the bubble. Uh, honestly, that was the perfect matchups for them to get to the finals. They, if if any team was swapped almost, that team's not getting to where they got, but they got the, the matchups they needed throughout to get there. So you never know. Like the Knicks could just end up getting a lineup of teams that just don't match up well with them and they could find a way into the Eastern Conference Finals, you know? Yeah, you know, and God forbid, you know, but a lot of times what helps get teams is an unforeseen injury. And I don't wish that on any player, you know, but think about um when when Toronto won that championship, you know, go, KD went down, you know? I don't wish that on any player. I don't want that, but that also helps some teams, you know, with their path to the finals. So, you know, you just never know what, what, what's going to happen. Um, I'm wishing health on every single player this NBA season. Uh, I don't want to see any catastrophic injury. I don't want to see any, you know, anything that, that, that'll make the season less fun. But um, it, it is kind of a, a part of the game and you never know. Yeah, most definitely. Um, hopefully having a full 82 game season, not playing a season two months after one concluded. <laughs> um, bodes well for everybody's health going forward but uh what are your ex expectations for uh julius and and kemba this season being the you know the the stars of this team um you know i'm not too concerned as far as reg the regular season is concerned i think i think they'll click I, I don't think they 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 hurt each other's games in any way you know i think kemba's a slashing guard who can get to the hole and attract attention, dish out to our shooters, or, you know, nice little pick and roll with, with Julius. I feel it's going to be super effective. You know, um, I I now feel like going into the postseason, I'm a little more a little more confident. I, you know, I think that was a little too much for Julius. I don't know if he burned out or, you know, that the pressure started to get to him. Um, but, um, and I'm not taking anything away from Atlanta. I think they did a great job, you know, of, of making things rough for him. Um, but, that, that's my expectation. I think I definitely feel like the regular season will be great. 
And um, I'm more concerned with the playoffs to see how this is going to translate and to see how Julius is going to stand up now when you have this type of assistance. You know, because now you got now you got some help, now you got some shooters, now you got some people that can play make. So um, I'm, I, I think everybody that we added will complement each other. I see. I don't see a conflict to be honest. I don't think the Knicks went out and did something super risky. I think you know we got a solid slashing point guard who's quick and can help us in the fast break, and he can shoot. We got Fournier who is also a creator and who can shoot and who was not scared. And uh, you brought back D Rose. I, I, I think you know. I think we made some solid moves that didn't you know that won't hurt us. I'm expecting Julius to step up. Um, I think he's going to step up his game this season. I've been a big fan of Julius since he was a part of the Baby Lakers. Uh, and I think with these new additions, I think his points and rebounds sit around the same area. But I do think that his assist to totals might go up a bit. I think instead of sitting at six where he was last season, which is really good, especially for a, you know, a power forward, um, I think we might see him closer to seven, maybe eight. Who knows? Um, I also think that you're going to get a super rejuvenated Kemba Walker being back at home. I mean, we know his history in the garden back in his college days. Um, I think we're going to see it's going to be a nice combination of Kemba and Julius. Like you said, with the pick and roll, Kemba is a monster in the pick and roll. And uh, having Julius able to pick and pop you know, you, you're going to have decisions to make as a defense. Are you going to let Julius pick and pop you or roll to the hole? Or are you going to let Kemba hit you for a mid-range or get to the hole and cause havoc on your defense? Uh, you don't know. But, you know, the big question mark is just, you know, will Kemba hold up in Thib's system? You know, because injuries are a part of the game and it's something that, you know, Kemba struggled with as of late. So, Hopefully, with him having a clean bill of health, I think he's a. Uh, I think you're gonna get a monster Kemba this season. Yeah, I agree, man. Uh, you know, you see it in the press conferences, and you see you see how happy he is. You see, um, you can tell that you know that OKC and the Boston situation. You can tell it kind of it added some fuel to his flame. You know, I I think we get a rejuvenated Kemba also. And, uh, and again, just praying for health because we all know, you know, Tibbs, Tibbs is, is a tough one, especially when it comes to defense and he, he's going to work it. You know, he's into the, the old school Knicks, uh, Pat Riley type of, you know, basketball. So uh, absolutely. Uh, I, I, I think that is obviously a concern, but, you know, I see us really being on point, you know, being efficient. Um, and and I, you just see it all in these players. They, they, just, they just look so happy. They look so, you know, you can tell Kemp has always wanted to have the mentorship of D-Rose. Um, these guys look like they're really, they're really look, looking forward to the season and building off of what we built last year. Yeah, I bet. I bet the buzz in New York is like, it's palpable, bro. Like, I, I bet you could feel that just throughout the city as the season is coming up. Like, I kind of wish I could just like fly over to New York right now and just like feel the buzz week one of like the NBA season. Cause y'all got y'all got a, a solid team to look forward to, and we all know how New York fans are. Like y'all are passionate, <laughs> and all you want is somebody who's going to contend and play hard. And I think that's the group you got here. Um, 
so who are the who are the x factors for this next team to you x factors um i let's see because you know i can't i can't call d rose and kemba and julius x factors you know so i'm i'm thinking um uh i'm thinking mitch robinson you know i just i can't believe he's, he's so forgotten you know in the sense nobody they must have forgot how outstanding this kid is how athletic he is how how he was holding stuff down you know uh, he was looking like a baby dwight at sometimes you know what i'm saying so i i think he's i think he's a he's a, he's an x-factor in every way you know he's he is athletic he is seven foot at you see him in the gym now he's starting to get a little jump shot going i think he's a beast bro so you know, I think he's been he's been slept on, and I think he's going to be a, definitely going to be an X factor. Um, I think Nerlens Noel's. I think his the defensive prowess, bro, the way he was holding down the paint. He's not even really all that big of a, a guy. Then you know, I think he's going to be formidable. Him and Mitch, and now that Mitch is back, him and Mitch in that paint area, I think they're going to be a good force down there, man. To be honest with you, um, RJ, uh, I think he's gotten he's been a little forgotten. With you know the addition of Kemba in um in Fournier, but last year, bro, he came back. He he worked on that shot. He was consistent. He absolutely was, especially with that corner three. So I think those guys are important. And um, last but not least, um, Alec Burks, man. You know that's a, he's an all-time pro. Uh, there was a couple the game one, I believe, of the of the playoffs against Atlanta, uh, which we unfortunately lost. I think he was one of the only guys to show up. You know, and he was showing why having a veteran you know even if he's not playing but when he does get in a guy that's always ready why it's so important you know what i'm saying so i think uh, the, the combination of those players i think those are x factors those are some good picks um i went a little different route with them because for me personally i feel like those like those players, like your front line, your Obi Toppins, your um, Mitchell Robinson, your New Orleans Noels. I truly believe they're gonna they're gonna still have that same impact at the very least that they had last year. But what I think is gonna take you over the top, what your X factors are gonna be, is gonna be uh, at, at between it's gonna be Evan Fournier and R.J. Barrett. Um, like we said earlier about Fournier, the ability to create. Um, if Evan Fournier is magic Evan Fournier, along with everything else that you've added, your offense has completely opened up. Um, and if RJ Barrett reaches that potential of, you know, that top three pick that he was, that changes everything as well. And we've heard, and like you said earlier, he's uh, he's improved his three point shooting. You know, if there, if that makes another leap this season, you know, sky's the limit for these Knicks. So those are my X factors from you guys. Okay, yeah, yeah, I think that's definitely fair, and um, we we agree on RJ. Um, yeah, I think he he is another person that has something to prove. Um, after not making that rookie team, uh, his great sophomore year, and you know, again, I'm expecting him to be even better this year. So. And I think that's very fair. And then as far as Fournier, absolutely, you know, absolutely. I think people would definitely can't wait to see him. They can't wait to see how he meshes, you know, in that guard rotation. So I definitely agree with you there. Yeah. So overall, it's looking good over there in the garden. I can't even, you know, I I know, you know, in our in our private conversations, I I be I be uh, messing with you, uh, clowning on your Knicks, but 
I'm really excited for your Knicks. Like it's so it's basketball is not the NBA isn't as fun unless the Knicks are involved. You know, the, the Knicks being at the bottom, that that's not fun. But when the Knicks are are competitive to contender status, the NBA is just it's it's at an all time high at that point. Yeah, man, it's fun. And I'm not just saying it because I'm a fan, but, you know, you just even for the people that hate us, you know, it's funner for them because it's like now they have a another team to hate. You know, it's like it, I think we just make everything better. Even when uh, we were uh, losing to the Hawks and, they, you know, they, they're posting Trey Young and the crowd. I think we were probably one of the most covered NBA first round series, bro. Just because the Knicks won the playoffs and the crowd, the garden was crazy and the whole Trey Young. Reggie Bullock or, you know, D Rose. I think people just love us, whether even when they hate us, they love us, you know? And I truly feel yeah. like every every sports and media, every outlet is they enjoy covering us. I mean it's the it's the Mecca. So, you know, yeah, I mean you're the I think I mean if I really think about it, yeah, you're the only team where their stadium, their you know, it's it's a it takes on a life of its own, like the garden. You know, it's a players come there and they try to to go ham. That was that was part of the lure, the lore about um that last season, that last uh, playoff season. The fact that Trey Young was doing those things in the garden, you know, such a historic place for basketball. It's you know, it's. When the Knicks, when the Knicks are on top, when the Knicks or when the Knicks are competitive, when they're in the mix, um, like I said, you know, there's there's nothing better. Uh, makes every storyline great, whether it's the Knicks winning or the Knicks, even if the Knicks are losing, it's it makes a great storyline. So I'm <laughs> excited. Precisely. Yeah, and not to mention now we have this rivalry that can you know with a good Knicks team we can now start getting a rivalry between Brooklyn and the Knicks so I'm excited man I can't there's there's not much more uh emphasis I could put on that I'm the excitement is real for sure man for sure for sure man um I, I hate those Brooklyn Nets so much man uh, <laughs> uh <laughs> it, it really sucked you know they came to New York and got a championship before we did but at the very least, you know, we can say that we're a good team, too, and we'll be there soon also, you know? Yeah, give them some fights. Hoping, hoping, uh, I'm hoping we do get a Knicks-Nets a uh, matchup somehow, because I think that would be just a hell of a round. If the Knicks could somehow take them to, like, six or seven games somehow, that would be such an amazing series, whether you guys won or lost. Like, that would just be so much fun. It would be. It would be, bro. I think the city would. It might be. It might get a little dangerous out here because we, <laughs> Nick fans at the Barclays, the Barclays fans. I mean, the Nets fans at the Garden. We might, we might, might get a little, might get a little crazy. But absolutely, I won't lie. That'd probably be great for the city, um, great for the culture, Mecca. Yeah, I, oh, I can't even imagine how crazy that would be, man. Like it'd be crazy. Yeah, that's that's gonna be hype. But uh, I think that's all we got for y'all today. Thank you for coming on again, Oren. No problem, brother. Thank you for having me, man. Take care.